0: world where sports rule the airways there are two who dare to break from the norm it's time for the movie zone starring austin horton and johnny lightfoot now playing on 97.5 1280
1: the zone and the zone sports network wow it's been a week away from this place hi hi i'm austin back from vacation for the next hour Welcome back. Yeah, uh, staycation really. Uh, he's Johnny. Uh, it feels good to be here, taking a break from doing all the hard labor work at home I've been doing all this week. Well, I'm just. Happy. I built a shed. You did? You really? Uh, 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 the shed's foundation. I built uh, a baby's room. I built a barn door. I uh, am building a garage floor, like the, e- the 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 like the epoxy garage floor thing. Okay, sure. I'm doing all kinds of work that's why I took this week off and it's good to come in and relax for an hour
0: now I was hoping that you would have uh, finally come up with the right name for your baby which is Johnny
1: no not going with Johnny uh, no? we are Amadeus we are expecting a boy in December uh, we have a girl that's turning three next week actually uh, well, in two weeks. Whoops. <laughs> and uh, then we'll have a boy in December, and Johnny Wolfgang Amadeus is not going to be the name. No. Amadeus is a great name. Amadeus, Amadeus. They don't use that name anymore. Bring it back, Austin. Amadeus. Uh, yeah, I, I want, we're at odds at, with names so far, my wife and I. Really? Yeah. She, she's funny. She's like, I don't want, I don't want, I don't like Utah names and Utah spelling, and then sure. all the names she comes up with her. is that? Oh, no. Yeah. yeah.
0: Have you and told then her all that? the
1: names I come up with she thinks are too weird. Really? Yeah, like I, so my dad's name is Dan, her dad's name is Kevin, and we want to make a combination of those names be the middle name. Okay? Da- Davin. Except I have an ex-girlfriend whose son is Davin, so I don't want to go with that. Oh my gosh. I don't. I okay. Don't wanna, uh and Devin is just too plain, okay? So I wanted to go with Davian. Davian. Like Davian Mitchell of Baylor. I like that. Yeah. That's cool. It 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 means uh beloved. Means okay? God's beloved. I love it. She doesn't like it. She no. says it's too complicated. And go with Devin. So we'll probably go with Devin. You know, you should think. just give him one name, like Sting.
0: Sting? Sting, like the musician Sting. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> no no last name, just I'm, Sting. Oh, we'll we'll name him uh uh Bottle. is his name. Perfect. That, Apple? Apple? No, that's Gwyneth Paltrow's kid. Orange. Orange. (laughs) All right, so that's enough about me. But it is good to be back from staycation for a minute here to talk movies. Everyone's favorite pastime. Johnny, we have six new movies this week. There's one I'm really excited about. Is it the one that we have an interview with the writer, director, and star of in segment two? Maybe. (laughs) Uh, We will talk with our good friend Savannah Osler Diallo coming up in segment two about her new movie even in dreams uh we'll, we'll we'll get into that in segment two but i know the one you're really excited about and it's one that i'll probably never see yeah you probably won't but we'll get into that and so much more in fact we, because we have six new movies this week let's dive right in let's okay let's going, do it shall we? i'll do it uh, you want me to take lead on this savannah's one savannah's gonna join us in segment two and we still got to fit in a poll question responses and all that. So, yeah, why don't you get us I'll, started? What's our first new release this week? It's called The Suicide Squad,
0: a rated R action, adventure, comedy. We've made this movie already. Well, we, it, we had Suicide Squad. This is The Suicide Squad. <laughs> okay. And why I'm excited about this is because this is the movie that James Gunn, who did Guardians of the Galaxy for Marvel... Left went to DC, made, wrote, and directed this movie, and I think it's going to be better. I think DC might be onto something here.
1: How are they getting away
0: with doing this twice? It's a, it's a different. Well, the Suicide Squad is kind of like the Avengers. It was just a, a revolving door of characters. Always, the Avengers is but not. These are always. the
1: same characters.
0: <laughs> so, uh, one of them is Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Bloodsport? No, he wasn't in it. No, oh, I thought he no, was. no. So this is starring Margot Robbie, Idris. Uh, uh, how do you say Edis? Idris? Idris Elba. Idris Elba, John Cena, Sylvester Stallone, super villains, Harley Quinn, Bloodsport, Peacemaker, and a collection of naughty cons at Bell Rev Prison. Join the super secret, super shady Task Force X. What? As they drop off. Wait. What? Let me start this over. <laughs> I just messed myself up. Super villain Harley Quinn, Bloodsport, Peacemaker, and a collection of nutty cons at Bell Rev Prison join the super secret, super shady Task Force X as they are dropped off at the remote, enemy-infused island of Cortu-Maltese.
1: Uh-huh. So this is the origins of the Suicide Squad.
0: Available in IMAX, D-Box, Motion uh, Seating, and Dolby Atmos Sound. Going to be a big hit. It's the rated R version. It is. You
1: mentioned it's James Gunn's.
0: Yes, and he's good at making movies. He's good at making movies. He's good at making comedy. I mean, think what he did for Guardians. No one knew who Guardians of the Galaxy was, and now it's a household name. Yep. So hopefully, and I think they will. I like the Suicide Squad movies. I like the first one. It got it got tanked by a lot of people. Uh, It was awful. Harley Quinn movie Birds of Prey didn't do so well. Jared Leto was
1: terrible as the Joker. Yeah, yeah. He was. And and well, and you know, maybe to be fair, maybe they should have maybe that was on them because they marketed like he was gonna be a big part of the movie. They did. Yeah. And then he was only like seven minutes. Batman was in it too.
0: Ben Affleck is Batman was in it for oh, about thirty seconds. Awful. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, the Suicide Squad. Hopefully the the better done version. It's rated R, so you get the the adult yeah. uh, action. You in get there.
0: the adult entertainment. At, wait a second. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> rephrase. Wait. Austin, yeah. You get the uh, <laughs> you you get adult content. No, yeah. wait. No. Nope. Uh-uh,
1: uh, 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 let's you, just say it's a good movie for adults. You get adult words. Adult big word, big boy words, and adult violence. Yes, and uh, uh, approaches. Now, whatever you know, what we're we're getting at?
0: You know what the Suicide Squad's going to be about,
1: and it's going to be James, James Gunn does have a name of someone who might who sounds like he might be in that walk of work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, a lot of people will like this movie. I probably won't see it until it comes uh, out. Really? On, on yeah, I'll yeah, probably
0: okay. give it a sh- well. You know. Take your little daughter to it. It'll be perfect. It's a
1: family (laughs) night. The Suicide Squad. All right. Uh, Like we mentioned in segment two, we'll talk with Savannah Osler Diallo of Even in Dreams. It's a PG family music film starring Monica Moore-Smith, Alison Arngrim, and Tanner Gilman. It's a sequel to uh, Twice the Dream. Sam, 18, an aspiring musician, just lost her older sister, during the difficult grieving process, Sam finds comfort in singing and songwriting, fulfilling the dreams that Amber... Oh, that's her sister's. Now, I skipped that. Fulfilling the dreams that her sister Amber would now never be able to pursue. Along with Amber's band, Sam moves to Nashville to pursue Amber's dream of making a career in the music industry. Won't say too much about it here because we'll let Savannah do most of the talking about it. Right. But a sequel to uh, a movie that was made and produced right here in good old Utah excited about even in dreams we'll hear from savannah about it coming up next
0: and i'm really excited i mentioned some stuff that the megaplex is doing especially with biographies and stuff but i'm glad they're showing a lot more locally made films i really like that i think it's great and it's a great
1: outlet for them yep all right so there you go even in dreams we'll get more into it in segment two
0: next up on the list is john and the hole a rated-R drama thriller, and Austin, awesome. I think you're going to like this one.
1: Maybe. I like Michael C. Hall. Yeah, starring Michael C. Hall, as
0: you know, as Dexter. Uh, Charlie Shotwell and Jennifer... <laughs> Is
1: that right? Uh, Ellie, I believe. Is that... No. <laughs> I think so. No. <laughs> A- E-H-L-E? E-H-L-E. Eel. eel. No, it's not... It's, it's eel. All right. <laughs> John and the Hole. John and the
0: Hole. A coming-of-age psychology... Thriller that plays out an unsettling reality of a kid who holds his family captive in a hole in the ground. Okay,
1: no, I'm not gonna like this one. <laughs> but I just want to say, where else would a hole be? <laughs> well, well, you can you can make a hole in the wall with your fist, but you're not gonna put a family in it. No, no, yeah, yeah. That's, so is John the kid holding his family in the hole? Or John, is John the, it's a it's a uh, a thriller that plays out
0: of a kid who holds his family captive in a hole in the ground. Sounds so dumb.
1: I think you'll like it. Maybe. It puts the lotion on the skin. No, (laughs) no, no, can't do that. Buffalo Bill. (laughs) All right, Nine Days, an R-rated drama fantasy starring Winston Duke, Zazie Beetz, my girl, I love her, Benedict Wong, Wong, excuse me, Bill Skarsgård, and Tony Hale. I love this cast. A reclusive man Conducts a series of interviews with human souls for a chance to be born. Hmm. Again, a reclusive man conducts a series of interviews with human souls for a chance to be born. So he talks to them before they're born. Before they're born. And he chooses who gets to be born. I'm not sure. Wow. But look, it's interesting enough. And it's got incredible actors and actresses in Zazie B's Benedict Wong, Bill Skarsgård and Tony Hale. Not to mention Winston Duke. Nine days, I think, is the sleeper this week here Ooh, on the Movie Zone. You do, huh? I think I'd give that a $5 Tuesday go. Yeah, for sure.
0: It's going to be an interesting thought. I, I like the plot. It's it's intriguing. 100% intriguing. How are they going to do this? Yeah. Interesting. And then the, the next two are upcoming events. They're upcoming special events. Uh, the first one is only Saturday, August 7th. It's UFC 265 Lewis versus Gain. Derek Lewis and uh, Cyril Gain, yeah, a chan- a championship double header. A championship double header lands in Houston's Toyota Center on August seventh, and the main event of the UFC two sixty five. An intern uh, heavy, an interim heavyweight title will be on the line as the hometown hero Derek Lewis aims to bring the belt to his fans when he faces off with unbeaten Austin mm-hmm. French sensation.
1: So real gain. Thank you. Uh, so if you're into UFC, you see it on the big screen at the theater. That would be cool. At Megaplex. And also, uh, event next Tuesday, the 10th. So we'll talk about it here since the movie zone won't be on until this has already happened. Right. Next Tuesday, August 10th, Dear Rodeo, the Cody Johnson story. Any Cody Johnson fan knows the music wasn't the Texans' first love. His hit song, Dear Rodeo, paints the heartbreaking picture of how the rodeo was his one that got away but a four minute song isn't enough to tell the full story of Johnson's move from the rodeo to the radio. Dear rodeo, the Cody Johnson story, a brand new cinematic feature length documentary is the much bigger picture recounting Johnson's real life journey from the dusty rodeo arenas of rural Texas to some of the biggest musical stages in America. If you're into Cody Johnson and his music, you might want to see that next Tuesday. Frankly, I've never heard of him or his songs or his rodeo. You haven't heard of any of that? but that doesn't mean it won't be good.
0: I bet it'll be interesting. It's it is again as you mentioned a special event only on Tuesday, August
1: 10th. But the two big releases this week being The Suicide Squad, Johnny's really excited about that as is yes, a lot of people. I am. And Even in Dreams we'll get more from Savannah who wrote, directed and stars in that show coming up in segment 2. Johnny though, I got a little bored. You did. Last what happened? week I sent out a bonus movie zone poll question. Oh, you did. And it went so well, I thought, we're going to save this for today's edition of the Movie Zone. Okay. It was raining. It was Wednesday night, and my family and I were enjoying the summer rain out on the porch. Sure. And I started thinking about scenes in movies with rain. Okay. And while I'm not a huge Lord of the Rings fan, the battle for Helm's Deep in Mm -hmm. the rain, come on, man. That scene is awesome. That's stupid good. So I, I wanted I went to Twitter and thought all right name an all time favorite scene, and actually people I thought I'd get two or three answers we got th- almost over thirty now responses. now a
0: scene not necessarily involving rain but just a favorite scene in a movie
1: right that's that's what made me think of that okay. scene was the rain and that how great a scene it was sure. so it doesn't have to be a rain scene okay yet. Roger responded with Hitch, Hitch. The, where, uh, the Will, uh, Will Smith oh, yeah. and, and Kevin uh, uh, Heffernan not Heffernan well that's his name on King of Queens, uh, where he's shaking his keys in front of him, Kevin James and he's teaching yeah. him how to dance and stuff. Yeah. Roger also responded with, "I'm your Huckleberry." Oh yeah, Val Kilmer, Tombstone. Tombstone. Roger also responded with uh, the the natural the home run that goes and breaks the lights right. when oh, his stomach course. is bleeding. Yeah. Daniel sends in the scene of Jurassic Park where the T-Rex is in the museum and the banner falls when dinosaurs ruled the Earth. Sure. Landon sends in, Hey, Dad, you want to have a catch from Field of Dreams? Yeah. The final scene yeah. of that movie. Yeah, Megan, Apollo 13's re- re-entry. Okay, cool. Interestingly enough, I just watched that on YouTube the other day. Uh, 1280 Josh... Doesn't work for not affiliate with twelve eighty, other than a fan of the station. Fair enough. <laughs> twelve eighty. Josh sends in Shawshank Redemption oh. when he's escaping in yes. the rain, and that is in the rain. It is. Nice. Robert says the final scene of Empire of the Sun, where Jamie meets his parents. The final scene of Saving Private Ryan with the old man in the cemetery in mm-hmm. Normandy. Yep. The final scene of the Killing Fields where Dith Pran meets Sydney after escaping Cambodia, and Braveheart inspiring the troops wow to, to go fight
0: now i'm really surprised that no one mentioned kevin costner bungee jumping to save the little girl at the end of Waterworld. but we we're like not even halfway through these responses
1: oh. yet oh oh <laughs> but no one does no one does no well i knew terrible that terrible movie no <laughs> jace sends in colonel jessup did you order the code red Oh, so good! From a few good. I names. just watched that too, just a little while ago. Hannibal's escape scene in *Silence of the Lambs* is unusually plain. Huh? Which one? They all he escapes in all of them. Uh, it's the *Silence of the Lambs*. Yeah. Okay. Bogdanovich, or excuse me, the Bogdana Grouch got me there. <laughs> uh, sends in a movie with Carla Giano and I don't know. It's you have all the weapons you need. I don't know that movie. I don't know. Uh, Brainless Steve. Oh, Helms Deep is probably up there for sure, but maybe Kill Bill's Crazy 88 scene, mm. or because of the time of year, Rudy's tryout for Notre Dame football, or Jurassic Park's first dinosaur scene while they're in the park. Welcome to Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Too many to choose from. Ryan says Morgan Freeman and Denzel any up and kick in like men from Ooh, Glory. Wow. That's wow. a great scene. Mm-hmm. Cameron sends in my cousin, cousin Vinny scene with Marissa Tomei. I'm positive. (laughs) There's so many great
0: scenes in that. Do you think he really cared what kind of pants you had on? Imagine you're this little deer. Two Utes? You're this little deer, and you're taking a little deer drink out of a little deer stream.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Devin sends in, remember the Titans winning the championship? Oh, yeah. Uh, Oak says, you play ball like a girl scene from the sandlot. Oh, so good. The trash talk scene. Uh, the Bogdana Grouch with a second scene from 300 when they're battling in the rain and he's holding this so shield good. up. Such another great movie. Kyle Vanderdose, husband of Katie Vanderdose of Homie. Family, right. Sends in The Matrix with uh, Neo and I can't remember the gal's name walking through and he pulls Trinity? the guns out of both sides. Yeah, of the Trinity. Trinity, yeah. Uh, Doug sends in Tiny Dancer Tour Bus Scene in Almost Famous. Okay. You Are Home. Yep. Yeah. Dennis. Sends an opening scene of Baby Driver, terrific, terrific scene. That movie was a sleeper. It has you from the beginning. I because know of that scene. So good. Yeah. Just a couple more. Taylor sends in the Avengers when Captain America gets the hammer.
0: Oh, the the latest one. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Ryan Joker Batman interrogation scene in The Dark Knight. That was great. Jeremy uh, sends in. There was a firefight. I don't know that movie. Sorry. It was a firefight. Oh, he's is he talking about um was, does he say the name of the movie? No. Just a gif. It's a guy yelling to the skies. Disheveled. It's Willem Defoe. It is Willem Defoe. It's yeah. uh
0: um, um Oh my gosh.
1: We can find out. Willem Defoe, there was a firefight, is from the movie The Boondock Saints. Thank oh. you. The Boondock Saints. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed.
0: I can't believe that I couldn't, sp- I have spacing on that name. Not, I can't the, second I forgot about Not that. the second. Not the second. The first The third
1: The good one. Yeah. Josh sends in uh, the Qui Gon Jin Obi Wan Kenobi versus Darth Maul scene. That was a great fight scene. That's probably my favorite lightsaber scene. I love this scene. Jared Swenson, it's from The Town. Did you yeah, to see The uh-huh, Town? Yeah. Ben Affleck. Yeah. He goes up to his buddy Jeremy Renner. Or Jeremy Renner, Renner. Renner, yeah. And says, I need your help. I can't tell you what it is. And Jeremy Renner's like, I'm in. I'm in. And then they do some bad things to a bad person. Yep. Jason, uh, I don't know this movie, sorry. UPS guy sends in such a satis- satisfying payoff when everyone shows up in Avengers, the final battle scene, there. Right. and then Captain America gets the hammer. Like They're the talking about girl. Endgame, right? Yes. Yeah. And then Kirk sends in General Zod, would you care to step outside from Superman? Ooh. Lots of great scenes. Man. Those are some of our listeners' favorite scenes of all time. Uh, That's a hard question to answer. There's so many. Yeah. There's so many. Just about every movie, there's a great scene. Yep. All right, coming up next, we'll get into an interview with Savannah Osler Diallo, the writer, director, producer, star of Even in Dreams. Johnny will give us... A soundtrack of the week, Lesson Music, <laughs> Lesson in Music History. You'll get it right. And we'll still have a From the Archives to wrap the show up later on. Stay tuned. We'll be right back here on the Movie Zone. Mm-hmm. You're locked on to the movie zone with Austin Horton and Johnny Lightfoot on 97.5 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network.
0: 97.5 1280 The Zone. I will be Johnny Lightfoot. Austin, will you be Austin Horton? I will,
1: I guess. If I don't okay. have to be. All right. How about this band? Some 41. This you is know my the song. junior high, high school days. Was it? Didn't the drummer be? Wasn't he the lead singer?
0: Uh, I know the guitar player and keyboarder was, but the drummer also did sing, yes. Okay, yeah. Uh, Occasionally, it, it says. I. It
1: does. It, it, this is nostalgic for me, yes.
0: Well, we're talking about the band Sum 41. They are a Canadian rock band from Ontario. The band was formed in 1996, and by 1999... Sum 41 signed an international record deal with Island Records and released its first EP, Half Hour of Power.
1: Did you you listen to that one? Not that I know
0: of by name. You probably listened to its more debut album, All Killer, No Filler, in 2001, which uh, had the mainstream success of this song, Fat Lip, Yeah. which reached number one on the Billboard Modern Rock tracks and remains the band's most
1: successful single to date. Austin. I had a poster of Chuck... Their album, Chuck. Oh, you did? Yeah. Underclass Hero, I liked that sure. album. Yeah. They're a great
0: band. You know, they're they're a lot of fun. The band often performs more than 300 times each year. Now, just to let you know, when I was doing Air Supply, we performed 220 times a year, and that was almost 10, 11 months of the year. Yeah, man. Almost. That's multiple shows a week. Yes. Obviously. That's a lot. So the band often performs more than 300 times each year and holds long global tours, most of which last more than a year, Austin.
1: So they don't have families.
0: Nope. Nope. They're just (laughs) on the road working. They've been nominated for seven Juno Awards, won twice Group of the Year in 2002, and Rock Album of the Year for your album mentioned, Chuck, in 2005. Some 41 was nominated for a Grammy Award for Best Hard Rock Metal Performance for the song Blood In My Eyes from their formation to 2016, some 41 were the 31 best-selling Canadian artists in Canada and among the top 10 best-selling Canadian bands in Canada. not wow. to be confused with Rush, Brian Adams, Nickelback
1: <laughs> yeah uh, all right so some 41 why'd you choose them for this week's uh, lesson? In music it
0: may history? have something to do with our throwback okay.
1: There's a teaser. That's a teaser. Stay tuned for segment three. But right now, coming out this week, a locally made sequel to the locally made uh, first film, Twice the Dream. Mm-hmm. Even in Dreams hits theaters now. And joining us on the zone phone is our good friend, Savannah Ostler Diallo, writer, director, producer, star. She does it all for this movie.
2: Hey, Austin. Hey, guys. Hey, oh, hey. My gosh. What an amazing introduction. I <laughs> <laughs> I'm all red. You can't see me, but I'm I'm blushing right now. That was really sweet. <laughs> well, we've had you
1: we've had you on the show several times over the years, and if yeah. I'm not mistaken, this is your third installment in this film series, isn't it?
2: It is, well, it's my second.
1: Oh, second, second. Yeah, sorry. <laughs>
2: Good. It's all good. Yeah. So I guess it's my it's my sophomore movie. You know, gotcha. like a sophomore album. My sophomore movie.
1: <laughs> so tell us it, it, this one is even in dreams. Remind us about the first one though.
2: Yeah. So the first film was called Twice the Dream, and uh, we made that uh, in 2018, and it had a limited theatrical release in 2019. And then we even played in uh, other states um, surrounding Utah, like Idaho, California, Arizona, and even Nashville, Tennessee, um, which kind of inspired m- the story of this new film, Even in Dreams. And it, it, the, this, this movie was you know we made it with just like you know our hearts and our our, our souls uh, my husband Steve he was the cinematographer as well as the editor and you know we just we just rolled with it it was our very first movie I started writing that script when I was fourteen in junior high class junior high and I was just hooked on it for years and I tried to make it for over a decade, and um you know and it was tough, you know, like I mean this industry, it's definitely not an easy one, but I'm a person like I believe if you if you have a dream, you should keep on pursuing it, you know, but because the good days will always outweigh the bad. So we made that movie um, and kind of uh, gained a cult following and they and um, at the premiere of the first film, it said, sequel, well, sequel. Well. The audience just started hearing, sequel, sequel, sequel. And I'm like, yeah, I literally, it never crossed my mind before. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Only if the right story hits, you know, because I don't want to just, you know, write another one in the series just because. Um, but it turned out there were some events that happened in my life that, um, really influenced this new script and it made me write this new script and I finished the script in two weeks. Wow. I was wow. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: really fast.
2: Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, was, I, I, uh, I couldn't get it down on paper fast enough. You know, I was I just I just think, you know, as a writer, it's you're either just flowing like words are just spewing out it out out of you or you're stuck.
0: Well, it's <laughs> it's a, I, I'm a musician myself, so I, I can kind of relate that to songwriting. You know, when, when you've got the vibe and you've got the groove going on, it just it writes itself. And it sounds like this might have been kind of that same idea of putting a whole movie and script together in uh, two weeks or the whole script. Sorry, in two weeks. That's impressive.
2: Oh, thanks. Well, yeah. Like I said, it. It basically wrote itself. Um, so, and this this new movie, even in dreams, while you can say it's like a spiritual successor um, of my first film, Twice the Dream, it I wrote it in a way I wanted to write it in a way where people that didn't even that didn't see my first film would understand it and enjoy it. And um, uh, given our positive te- test audience reaction of the ones the people that did not see the first film um they and they they were invested in it and they understood it i i think um i'm happy to say mission accomplished
1: is that hard to do when you're writing a sequel to make sure that it's it's good enough to stand alone but those who saw the first one also feel like it's continuing that story
2: oh it totally is it it definitely uh came with its own unique challenges you know, like, because in my head it's like, well, I know who these characters are, and and other other people will know too. And it's like, so we, I wanted it was a, a perfect balance with the fans and and that that love the first film. We, you know, it it still follows the same lead characters. Uh, Sam, uh, she's a talented young singer played by Monica Moore Smith.
1: Reprising she's the brief- role, right? She was also Sam in the first Yeah, yeah,
2: yes, yes. And she's grieving the loss of her older sister, Amber. And uh, ironically, I play Amber. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and when she died, um, Amber was a, a singer in a band of her own. And then so Sam it steps up to fill her sister's place in the band. And they decide they're going to take the move to pursue amber's dream of making it big in the only way they know how and they're moving to nashville because that's you know the city the city of music the city of dreams the and uh, the music the the music there it, it's inspiring it's lively um so they they literally they pick up their bags they moved to nashville uh not not knowing anyone in the industry um well surprisingly enough their dreams come faster than they expect when they sign with a music manager there who's played by Allison arngrim and she she um you might not be familiar with her name but you'll probably be familiar with her face she played the famous bratty uh kid on little house in the prairie she was Nellie olsen Oh you remember that show Yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah. My my mother read us every one of those books and then we of course watched every one of the shows. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
2: right. So it, it was it was kind of funny. So I'll have to go into the story of how I met her and how I signed her up for the movie. It was kind of funny. Um so that so they meet meet the music manager played by Alison Argrim, And um, you know, at first they she shows them the way to the success, but that success comes at a deep personal cost. And so as the taste of fame draws nearer and nearer, you know, things get really exciting. They get booked on, the uh, books, plays on radios, uh, TV shows, radio stations, TV shows, uh, but tensions begin to rise within the band. And it's, it's because of this vicious, the music industry, um, it will threaten to, to tear them apart, uh, apart, or... Um or they'll either really find Amber Song and truly live their dreams. So um so that's 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 what Evening Dreams is about. It's about it's an inspiring, feel good, musically driven family film. It's rated P G so it's it's good for literally everyone, you know, um kids, the young at heart, families, grandmas. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's it's opening tomorrow, August sixth. Where can we see it, Savannah?
2: Yeah, it's opening tomorrow, August sixth. You can see it at various theaters here in Utah, uh, Megaplex, Thanksgiving Point, Jordan Commons, um you just uh, check out our website, even dot com for um for lists of show times and and theaters and where where to get tickets cool
1: now now i want to know johnny sorry to no you okay. in here i want to know how you met allison arngrim how what's the story there
2: oh yeah okay so it is really it's funny i was at a comic convention in pocatello idaho uh, i believe it was called snake river con and allison was there Signing autographs, she has a book, um, a New York Times bestselling book called "How I Learned to Love Being Hated," and and my mom, of course, is a she has always been a huge fan of the show, and my mom was there with me, you know, helping helping me promote the movie, you know, signing posts or um, selling T-shirts, and I was signing posters and whatever, um, and she said, my mom's like. She, I love Nellie Olson. go talk to her tell her you're a movie director I'm like oh man no I feel so stupid like oh like what why would she you know like that self-doubt just kind of started to creep in my mind like why 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 would she care but you know my mom is so sweet and you know um she she talked me into it so I I was like hey, Alice, and I, you know, I can't remember, you know, word for word, but I'm like, I'm a huge fan of your work. Um, I inspire, you know, to be one, one of the next, you know, big writer-directors, you know, blah, 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 and would love to, you know, talk to you sometime about this crazy industry. And then, um, and I told her that our movie was going to be premiering in California. And, you know, she was like, I will go. I will support independent film and I will go see your movie. And that was my first film, Twice a Dream. And I, I was like, wow, okay. So, um, and sure enough, she did. She came to the premiere showing in California at the Harkins Theater in Southern California and after watching the movie, she's like, you know, that actually wasn't bad. <laughs> and And coming from someone, you know, with industry experience like her, I was like, wow. Okay. That's thank you. You know? And she's like, you got, you guys, you know, have heart, but also, but also talent. And I know you guys, you know, must've made that movie for on a shoestring budget, which was totally true. Um, and I said, yeah. And I was like, and then meeting her and inspired me to, um, cause I, I, she she told me, you know, hey, I also I love playing, you know, villainous roles. So if you ever have a villain and I and then it, it just kind of like a light bulb switch, like just turn on exactly at that moment. I was like, oh, my gosh, that's the, what the next movie about. Even in dreams that they they meet this manager and and, you know, they they at first think that you know, she has their best best interest in in mind, but it turns out she's an awful person. And, and so I said And yeah. you can play said,
1: awful people. So why don't you join yeah. us? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Pretty funny. She,
2: she loves it though. And I was like, okay. She's like, keep in touch, you know, gives me her card and I'm a person like I take it literally. I'm like, okay, I will. Like, I told you I'm gonna put you in my movie. I will. So I I get home and the story, yeah, it totally just wrote itself. I sent her first draft in two weeks and she's like, okay, this is actually good. I'm in. And I'm like, sweet. Okay. (laughs) And then it was off to fundraising and fortunate enough um, with the connections and relationships we made from the first film, even in dreams is... Yeah, we're still a low-budget independent film, but we had, like, four four or five times the budget of the first film. (laughs) So so we were lucky, lucky that way.
1: well Savannah it's it's called uh, even in dreams it's the sequel to twice the dream it was a success the first time and I assume this second movie will be just as uh, successful and you're growing and learning and I'm sure you've yeah, do you feel better about this one than the first one because that's how usually life goes right
2: I actually totally do yeah. it's funny I I'm still so... I'm happy and I'm proud of what we did of the first film. But this new movie, it just pushed me and Steve and the cast limits, like, with everything. There's more music. We got Nathan Osmond um, in it with his own uh, music, which is really phenomenal. Uh, We have just an incredible cast, and, and we had an amazing... This is for the film the film Tech Geeks. Uh, we had an amazing gaffer <laughs> like grip, you know, grip and electric, lighting, um, you know, we just everything just came together and I couldn't be happier. So, I'm just so excited to share it with people.
1: So, even in dreams.com to see where you can check that out. Savannah, thanks so much for being part of the show again. We appreciate it.
2: you Austin and 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 Johnny
0: thank you yeah even more words I'm glad you remembered because I, I would have forgotten my name by that point <laughs> <laughs>
1: well,
2: it took me I was like I'm not going to screw this up I know it's Johnny <laughs> hey
1: you be well and we'll check in okay thanks Savannah thanks.
2: My pleasure.
1: There you go, Savannah Ostler, Savannah Savannah Diala, the writer, director, star of uh, the uh, Twice the Dream, and now even in Dreams. and Austin. She's very excited about this movie. She she usually doesn't have a lot to say, but today she had. I couldn't get a question
0: in. She was so excited. I mean she she answered everything I was going to ask her. She just she just went. She was great. Yeah, between her and I, you were like, why am I
1: here? uh, You know, I uh, I'm writing emails, so it's good. Coming up next, we'll get a From the Archives and wrap up this week's edition of The Movie Zone. Don't go anywhere. He's Johnny. I'm Austin. We'll be right back. You're locked on to The Movie Zone with Austin Horton and Johnny Lightfoot on 97.5-1280 The Zone in The Zone Sports Network. Final segment this week here on the Movie Zone. He's Austin. No, he's wait, Johnny. no, I'm not Austin. Am I Austin? He, you're playing Austin. I'm playing Joe. Okay. Uh, no. Uh, thanks to Savannah Osler of Even in Dreams last segment. If you missed that interview, check it out twelve eighty thezone Anywhere you get your podcasts, and go see her movie. Even in Dreams soundtrack of the week. Some forty one Johnny. You mm-hmm. said you picked it because of from the archives yeah. theme this week or uh, focus. Known, unknown, and little-known facts about? Well, I wanted to go with,
0: back to, last week we kind of got away from the summer blockbusters. I want to continue that. And this week I chose 2011's Green Lantern. Yes, it was a summer blockbuster movie that didn't do so well, but it was a summer blockbuster. even been made fun of by Ryan Reynolds in yes. Deadpool. Yes, it has, and mm-hmm. we will get into that. Directed by Martin Campbell, who no longer works after doing this movie. <clears throat> uh, written by Greg... Uh, Berlanti, Michael Green, and Mark Guggenheim, believe it or not. Again, they haven't worked since doing this movie. Yes, <clears throat> they have. I'm kidding. Starring Ryan Reynolds, Blake Lively, Peter Sars-Dard, Mark Strong, Tim Robbins, Angela Bassett, and yes, the creator of the new Star Wars and the, and one of the people who had something to do with the uh, uh, Mandalorian. How do you say his name? Takiki? No. no. Hold on. Taika
1: Waititi? Yeah, thank you. I knew it was in there. Not Taika. What is it? T-I-A-K-A. T-A-I-K-A? Taika. Taika. Taika Waititi. Yeah, that guy. Okay, yeah. He also By dra- the way, Martin Campbell directed Casino Royale. I know, I'm Vertical being Limit, funny. Mask of Zorro, GoldenEye. Come on. Yeah, maybe two of those movies are good. Actually, all of those were before Green Lantern. Yes, like I'm saying.
0: <laughs> However, uh, yeah, I'm just being funny. Anyway, had a budget of... Two million dollars and it worldwide grossed. Oh, sorry. Had a budget of two hundred million yeah, dollars yeah. and worldwide grossed two hundred and nineteen point eight million dollars. Wow, so they did some money. No. I think a successful movie these days is not making your money back but tripling. Wow. Rated PG thirteen, had a run time of one hour fifty-four minutes. Rotten Tomatoes. Critics, twenty-six percent. Fans. Yes, it tanked. And the cast hated it. And let's get into that. Ryan Reynolds famously hated this movie... In fact, he has admitted to having a poor working relationship with the director and was glad to see the film perform horribly and financially. He did not wish to reprise his role as Green Lantern, and in his later movie, as you mentioned Austin, Deadpool from 2016, he references the Green Lantern in a negative way when he requests a suit that is neither green nor animated. While being rolled into a medical room on a gurney. And then in the sequel Deadpool 2 from 2018, he goes back in time, preventing himself from ever taking the Green Lantern role. Jesus. I was so funny about this. However, Mark Strong, who played Sinestro, enjoyed working on this film and was disappointed that he couldn't do a sequel.
1: Different strokes for different folks. I cannot believe we're talking this much about Green Lantern. I know. It's awesome, right? <laughs> it's so terrible.
0: Now, uh, Ryan Reynolds met his wife there, Blake Lively. This is, this is on the set of the film. He was married at the time. They would get married in September of 2012
1: and have three children. Was he currently married to Scar Joe at that time? He may have been. I don't so, know. Did you see her in the news this week? Suing Disney for releasing Black Widow on streaming? No, Breaching really? Contract That's getting messy.
0: Ooh, yeah. Oh, boy. I did anyway, not know that. Anyway, continue. Um, Blake Lively played Carol's line or played Carol in this movie and one of her best lines were I've seen you naked. You don't think I would recognize you because your cheekbones are covered? Well, that was ad-libbed by her. Understandably so. Uh, Sam Worthington and Chris Pine were considered for the role of Hal Jordan. Brian Austin Green, a fan of Green Lantern, campaigned actively to get the role. Bradley Cooper, Justin Timberlake, and Jared Leto also screen tested for the role before finally giving it to Ryan Reynolds was cast. And oh. it was cast as Jordan. Now, do you think all those people are like, I'm glad I didn't get that one. Yeah. Think so? You In think retrospect,
1: happy? yeah. They're like, haha, ha, that's on Ryan. Yeah, I think so. Well, Austin, this movie has
0: been in development since 1997. Warner Brothers approached cult filmmaker and comic book writer and one of my favorite movie makers, Kevin Smith, to script the film. Script turned down the offer, believing there were other suitable candidates to make a Green Lantern movie. Even Kevin Smith knew it was going to be bad. (laughs) Wow. I know. All right, one more. Zack Snyder was approached to direct this film but he turned down the offer due to his commitment on Watchmen 2009. I don't know if that, uh, maybe I was Watchmen good. was all right. It's okay. <laughs> he would later accept the offer to direct the Superman reboot, Man of Steel, in 2013.
1: Also didn't do very well. Yep. All right, well, there you go. That's uh, the awful 2011s. Look,
0: sometimes, Lantern. sometimes we have to talk about the bad movies too,
1: Austin. Why? <laughs> Some people do like them. Who likes Green Lantern? I'll watch it if it's on. You won't either. I do. Jonah Hill or Jonah not Hill. Jonah Hill, uh, Ryan Reynolds. I love Ryan Reynolds. I do too, but that's his one yeah. mistake. Oh yeah. Jonah he, Hill was in The Green Hornet. Yes. That's I got me But up uh I like Green Lantern. It's fun. It's not a great movie. It's Well man, it was good being back for this week until that segment. Thanks for doing <laughs> it. <laughs> Should we do it again next week? Yeah. We're going to do Waterworld. More blockbusters coming out next week. So excited. Stay tuned. We will have it all for you right here. He's Johnny Lightfoot. Our thanks to Savannah Osler Diallo of Even in Dreams. I'm Austin Horton. We'll be back next week on the Movie Zone.